0: Hello. Hello. We're two thumbs undecided. Um, My name is Sam Ferguson, and I'm Zach. Just Zach. I go by Zach these days.
1: Uh, I go by Sam Ferguson. If you call me anything else, I you are not respecting me and my wishes. Um, I just want to quickly say, I actually, right before this episode, I bought a bunch of stuff from the USPS. I bought a shirt. Nice. I bought a stamp. And yeah, um, you guys have you guys? Oh, we also. Uh, should we introduce her now, or should we let's introduce just, let's her just, later? Let's just
0: bring. Well, now you. I think you've all opened right, up right.
1: the box.
2: Just stuff me to the side on your women in we, film also, episode. <laughs>
1: <I'm just kidding. laughs> just also hold just, up that. Hey, don't ruin the. Us. Hold up the um mic to your face. Okay. Just hold up the phone. Hello, Karina. She's frozen in a funny I
2: just figured the more I play with right, it the more I'm holding the, the mic to my face sound weird
1: <laughs> I should be Okay cool Can't um, wait to hear
2: how my audio is going to turn out
1: You it should be fine Um do you see like there's like an indent like in the on the thing like do you say that it's it, it's recording right
2: Yeah We're good
1: All right cool Uh so this is um our she's been on the show frequent guest too many times to count. Um Tooth. some would call her maybe the third number thumb. one guest star. Mm-hmm. Uh I would call her <laughs> number one guest star. I would call her um Karina Dandashi is um, the name wow. that she goes by. Um, I like that. You don't do you have, what's That's your a good name? name? Adriana. Freaking knew that. Um That's a good friend. So today is a very big day. I feel like Karina and I have both had a pretty intense week, um, and one of the things we like to do on the show is we like to be real because I feel like a lot of radio shows out there, podcasts out there, they 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 mask the reality.
2: They're a fantasy. Uh, exactly.
1: They're a fantasy, but we are based right. in reality. They're fuzzy. But reality is also a fantasy at the end of the day. It's also wow. August. What's, what's reality anymore?
0: Just to wow. timestamp this, this is August 14th, 2020. Right.
1: It's just crazy out there, man. There's a lot of things going on. I'm moving back to the city in a week. Karina's... You both are now both in Pittsburgh.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm Wow, hey, that's we beautiful. Can, you can drive your distance, car past uh, my driveway, high five. and I'll
2: just stand there, and we can just.
0: I'll, I'll be. <laughs> you guys should feet. go
1: to each other's houses, and.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'll just stand in my driveway. He can drive by. You can do a drive by, drive by high five.
0: A drive by mm. wave. That'll be cute. Um, though a I drive by <laughs> high five. I need to get. I don't have a car, so I need to get one of those scooters. Uh, one of those you know, <laughs> rent a scooter things. Get yeah. a little. Do high they have highway. that in scooter. Pittsburgh? They do oh um someone they do. yeah that someone but is it like
1: in is it like in um you guys haven't been to la recently in la they have scooters all everywhere along like the streets oh yeah it's kind of dangerous like if you've seen the most recent um curb your enthusiasm or not the most recent the first episode of the newest season mm. uh uh what's his face uh, who's the
0: guy seinfeld <laughs> not Seinfeld. Um,
1: the the guy that's in Curve Your Enthusiasm. Oh, uh, Larry. Larry David. David. Larry David. He goes around and is like, yeah, Larry David. He goes around and is like pushing all of the the scooters over. Ugh.
0: It's pretty funny. <laughs> mm. um, that was a good one. But you guys have those? You have like those scooter things? We have scooters of a sort. I don't know what they're called. Mm. I but have not left like my scooters. parents'
2: house since I got here. So. I have no idea <laughs> what Pittsburgh has to offer. Yeah, I, I gotta on August 14th, for the most part. I gotta say,
0: I I think I've been mostly just in this little room that I'm in in my apartment. It's uh mm-hmm. yeah. The the ti- time is really uh, kind of meshing together. Someone posted it's quarantine. You know, you know exactly. Someone said that uh, the Tiger King part of quarantine felt like years oh, wow. ago. Yeah, remember that? That that was like That's true. I remember that coming out and being like, Oh, this will get me through the quarantine. Yeah.
2: I can't believe that even happened. I can't believe the Oscars was hosted this year. Like I can't believe it. Yeah, now
0: yeah. now what do we it's
1: like different stages? Now the, yeah. Like... There's definitely been a variety of stages. There was the more innocent stage, the Tiger King stage. That was pretty innocent. And I wonder if that transitioned into the um that was fairly innocent where we were all kind of like, huh, you know, we
2: We're like, yeah, we, we get to like TV stay home and watch like Netflix all this.
1: day. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, and, oh, maybe then, two weeks. and then I think the next phase was oh, the this is... Black Lives Matter phase. I don't know if that transition. I feel like like that was kind of a little yeah. bit. That was like late May, June. Yeah. Um, See, I feel, I feel like, like there was a transition, though where people started getting a little bit more serious about stuff. Um, and then yeah. now we're in a phase. I mean,
2: I think there was like, I think there was also a bread-making mm. phase. I oh, think I that think came that... after Tiger King. Does, did anyone else then have people a... got even more comfortable at home.
1: Did anyone else have a bread-making phase? No, sir. Uh, <laughs> type in to, leave a comment under this episode if you had a bread-making phase.
0: Not a bread-making <laughs> phase, but I had a slight moment where I was like, yes, I'm going to cook for myself. And now I'm mostly certainly... all Uber eats. I'm, I saw a really interesting Oof.
1: tweet right before the pandemic happened, which I think is so pertinent, in which it said, You're either going to come out of this at a great cook. Or, uh, an alcoholic. Alcoholic, <laughs> or an alcoholic. Or an
2: alcoholic. I saw that and, one. and
1: I think about that all the Why time. Why can't we be both? But i definitely <laughs> switched to, to alcoholic. Because the, you're the, the latter. <laughs> I am the alcoholic. Sam's like, because I am now the latter. I yeah. just bought a book for those. I talked about this last week, but I, I bought a book about cocktails. And today I made a thing called the Barbados Swizzle, which is Ooh. two shots, dark rum, one, a half-shot lime, a oh. half-shot uh, simple syrup, and um, then some bitters that it says, like, you just throw in some bitters. So, mm. I don't even know what the bitters does. I don't taste... I think the bitters aren't... You're not supposed to taste it, but... Um, but I think I'm over my cocktail face because... delicious. Uh, first off, it's very expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive. Mm. And also, um, I... I I don't know. The people don't seem to like the cocktails that I'm making, but <laughs> whatever. What the are you going to Yeah, just do do you,
0: oh. man. Just do you. But you know, that's the best advice I've gotten so far. This you quarantine. You know what I
2: mean? That's do fair. things for you, Sam. Become an alcoholic best thing... for you, not for anyone else. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't do it for <laughs> other people. Okay, you do that shit for yourself. <laughs> for okay. We're gonna be playing this at your intervention, Sam. Be like. Like remember this when this was a joke.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but my favorite my favorite cocktail so far was called the Flame of Love Ooh. which you literally light the side of a, of an orange peel and you squeeze the orange peel and it makes a flame onto like uh it's like vodka and it it tastes really wow. I really liked it cuz it it tastes like singed orange Ooh. and you throw the orange peel in mm. there. I was a fan. Mm-hmm. I never knew that people did that until I, I tried.
0: Um, Any, so let's I know, get Zach, into maybe some... Sam
2: needs an intervention now. Yeah, we've been talking I about need an cocktails for like
0: ten minutes. This is uh, yeah, I, Sam's I like, probably oh, and need another an intervention. cocktail. <laughs> Once he got the book, <laughs> um, it quickly became his personality. But we'll. Uh... It's called the Bar
1: Book. Um, so I think we should get into <laughs> some news. Oh uh, yes, we, we, are media, we are a media. We
0: are a media radio show just for yeah, people it's talking like cocktail. Me- we don't. If we normally talk about media. <laughs> I was about to say two thumbs undecided isn't very clear on us being a film and TV pod uh radio show. It's really just it if I saw it I would be like, "Oh, these are just two guys who are confused," which is true <laughs> for the most part. Um but well, no, I mean, once
1: we get to the main theme, uh, it's most it, we talk about media. But we'll, we'll begin the news though with some I think Karina you brought this up and you've been tweeting a lot about this and I think it's still oh, no. fascinating. I tweet
2: about everything. What are, what is this Mr. Peanut, specifically? <laughs>
1: Mr. Peanut has turned Oh my god, 21. he is not
2: news. Oh god. I actually don't think this is news. Do you think that's news? Sim. I think that's just think like it's... a sad pathetic blimp on like the world. Tweet like they're trying to make it news, but I it's not. I personally think
1: it's so fa- I think it's really well, interesting. Was it even
2: trending? I feel like they really, they really got a pathetic, what chaotic
0: marketing. I feel like they tried, but it didn't. Thing, thing is, is, the one thing I saw is what is the time? What is time in the Peanut Universe? You know, he's a baby. That, time is a mess. I, I guess no. It's that's the thing. Illusion is, in the Peanut, uh, Mr. Peanutverse. Peanut. I did the math, so he's
1: aged. 20 so he aged 21 years and six months, so that means in two years they're out of an ad campaign, like
0: he's dead. Also, he doesn't look 21 <laughs> They have 21 to do to this me. over wow. again. He looks like he looks like a teenager, personally. Is I deal. think this is
2: what the marketing team they wants. Know. They want a podcast, they want people to talk about it, but I don't think that's what they deserve. You feel me? Mm. Like, this is right, what right, we're giving right, we'll, we'll them exactly what they need.
0: We've fallen if, into it. If I'm being <laughs> fair, you tweet
1: about it a lot, Karina. So you I do, do, and every tweet is like I'm
2: tired, I want to die. (laughs) Like (laughs) every Mr. Peanut tweet I hate you're right, I do give it I do give it energy and I shouldn't. But I don't know where else to channel my anger. You know, I feel like this is a great scapegoat, the Mr. Peanut account. Things aren't making sense over there and I feel good about redirecting my energy towards
1: this. It's interesting because
2: little peanut marketing campaign. It
1: was an ad campaign that happened right before COVID. <laughs> COVID, yeah. And it, it kind of, they probably thought, like, this is going to be the pinnacle. <laughs> like, this is going to be what people are this talking gonna about. This is going to be 2020. This is this our year. They're like, 2020,
2: 2020 Mr. Peanuts year. And, and then, then COVID happened. <laughs> and, they're like,
1: <laughs> and they're like, we did
0: not anticipate this. We don't know. <laughs> Let's just make him 21. Um, Wait, is that surprising? So- my <laughs> last thing about Mr. I just thought of something. Him being. Or the peanut being uh, twenty one is that some reflection to like the hope of twenty twenty one, or is see, it just I don't, I don't know, think the but
2: marketing team even thought that far. I don't I just, know
1: what they're that doing. Does, yeah, that does that does. There's a um a Vampire Weekend song that came out with their last <laughs> album called Twenty Twenty One, and I think it's very uh Apropos. It was very forward thinking. Because it, wow. it, the whole song was about how we're just looking forward to 2021, and we are now. Huh. That's what we're we looking are. forward to. That's so, so true. I think I think it was, years. and that that album came out 2018, or like very very early, like maybe did it? Ju- like January 20. I thought uh, that was 19. 19.
0: I swear, the last four years have been a blur, and this has been a muddled wow. year. So, yeah. Um, well, do you have any other st- news Zach um news for me I mean this is i mean it's it's something to do with t v uh for a little bit uh Marge Simpson was trending on Twitter, oh yeah, um, I saw that because someone and then I don't know if you saw this the animators of the Simpsons had Marge Simpson come out and address Gina Ellis directly, and I thought that was. Wait, Gina Ellis? Or Who's that? Yeah, I think yeah, that's the uh woman who said that um Kamel uh Kamala? See, I'm Kamal Halers. Yes, sounds like Oh gosh. <laughs> Simpson. Huh. Did you not see what? that?
1: I, I didn't see this. it.
0: I I mean, the
1: the Simpsons to me are as good as dead. Well, I mean they're I'm, nothing yeah. against what they're
0: saying. I'm just I don't think about the Simpsons But this this uh I guess Ellis nah, I don't either. It was uh but that was that was something on Twitter. That or um, media I feel like a think. lot has happened on the Twitter. Only? I just
2: don't remember stuff.
1: Well I've started getting into TikTok more and more. Uh have you gotten into TikTok, Karina?
0: Oh no. Wait, why My you're you're God, no, I've... I I thought well, I thought, t- I, thought t- I thought TikTok was on the outs or like about to or was I guess it's there not, another... not going to be on the outs
2: because oh, of the Trump thing. I don't think that's it's that's, not. Yeah, he can't he, do that. Right.
1: I don't think it's actually happening. No, I no he, I guess he can. He can. But it's he, the, the only other because I, I, I looked it up. The only other things that he had any kind of impact on with social media is he just had outside companies sold some of their stock in some american comp, like china he forced china to sell stock in in grinder or something like that mm-hmm. like it was something where he was like you can't you have to sell your stock in american companies but he's never like it's it's and also microsoft is planning on buying it so
0: and it's just it's all insane it's all it's it, all is that why we're trying to get into TikTok? Because uh, what did you just say? Is that why we are getting into TikTok? Because we're going to be making videos for yes. that. Yes,
1: Zach and I are starting to make. There is a very interesting TikTok video from Planet Money, <laughs> which is an NPR podcast, mm. so it's very professional. <laughs> but the TikTok I think is rather interesting because it takes, you know, millennial slash Gen Z editing, wow. which Zach does a lot of with his animations, mm. um, and it it um it makes the whatever their topic is into a more digestible uh you know video format um hmm. so zach's gonna do one for this episode um, it's gonna be very it's but, gonna be pretty um, yeah. gritty so it's
0: gonna be very rough i will just let you know
2: i mean did you see that instagram is coming out with this thing called reels so that's why people are saying maybe TikTok is, is old news you didn't know about Reels on Instagram? Well, we should I get into we should know. get into
0: Reels. I swear, like, what is that? Uh,
2: Reels Wait, are no. the new TikTok for Instagram. It just happened. There was a recent update on Instagram.
0: Yeah, this what? is uh, breaking news hmm. for me. Really? It's called you, Reels. Yeah, people are
2: already up. I've already oh. seen some Reels on on Instagram, and it looks just like TikTok.
1: I don't use Instagram whatsoever. In fact, I, I use, retweeted a tweet
2: from TikTok because TikTok. Like saw Instagram tweeting about reels and Instagram's like, oh, look, like, look at our new feature reels. Look what you can do. And TikTok retweeted it. And they're like, wow, this looks familiar. And it got like thousands and thousands of likes and retweets because it's basically trying to kick TikTok out of that. I don't know what to call it, the like video quirky, like market space. And now Instagram the is quick, trying yeah. to like do the same thing. So you should check it out. Maybe you should well, just focus what, on reels. <laughs>
0: Maybe we I, should do that, yeah. I, I was about to say like I I missed the whole Vine era because I had just a flip phone my entire teenage college life basically. Um so and TikTok I just never got into, but Reels is right on the cutting edge. So I say Sam, we we get real with Reels.
2: Reels is real. Get real That's with it. Reels. That <laughs> You guys yeah, should could get set your... all these
1: apps that are dedicated to video specifically like Snapchat you know, Vine and and now TikToks all, I feel like, are getting pushed out down by Instagram, by Facebook.
2: Oh, Facebook. Well, well I mean, yeah, Instagram Facebook, is
1: Instagram, by... yeah. So it's just Fis- Facebook is kind of just consuming all of this stuff. S- and Twitter is kind of in this niche in which it really can't be. It's really its own thing. So that's why I still think Twitter is my favorite. Twitter is also, the best. I just... Although Twitter is getting very depressing nowadays but
0: it always has oh. been it always has been. Facebook um, is the most depressing for me Facebook it actually yeah well, I, I don't agree. even use Facebook Facebook uh, is just that's, like I don't use Facebook at all that's where I see the most chaos in my opinion
2: <laughs> when I I, it's chaos when someone like posts a Facebook story and it's actually someone like my age that should know how to use like social media but instead they're just like posting to Facebook and I'm like what in God's name does that do for you <laughs> Like I Facebook the, stories. The
0: the reason why I think Facebook for me is more chaotic is Twitter. I mostly only follow like brands or or celebrities that I mm. enjoy. You and need so, to follow more, man. I mean, I I follow people who, the moment I think you know they look interesting. Um, like an art, like I follow a lot of artists now. But on Facebook, you know, I I friended a whole bunch of people back in the day. And sometimes they post very cringy stuff. Mm. So
1: I also, before we get into today's topic, I want to deeply, briefly dive into our weekly. um, Zach's gonna smoke some tobacco real quick. Cool. Um, Our 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 stocks with Sam. Uh, I think (laughs) you're gonna read the stocks. (laughs) I think. No, I think everyone should buy the. True Leave there's a stock that I bought that has gone up ten bucks very in the Strange. last week.
2: Did you actually buy a stock?
1: It, it's gone up ten bucks in the last week. you did. It's called Sam bought wow. this Canadian I a, weed uh, yeah, store. I bought a stock. It was fifteen. Yeah, it's called True Leave Cannabis Corp, and it's gone up ten bucks in the past week. And I think I feel everyone should buy it. I, I just for some reason talking about my st- stock. Why up, did too.
2: Why did you choose this stock? Where, where did you get this? this recommendation
1: because i was talking with a uh a A weed smoker a
2: bank person
1: no someone who who knows yeah who knows finance and stuff and he was telling me like of all like the indicators that you should look for oh and i also saw canada like very recently just made weed legal nationally so i was like might as well look at what's You know what's like the breaking and there was one store that was not actually because most other companies were losing money in like the cannabis in canada but this was the one place that was not losing money why would they lose money if
2: weed is now legal like what is that why did that happen
1: i don't know like their business model wasn't doing great or something but this true leave is also uh breaking into the usa as well so i think that's part of the reason Mm. is that a slim Jim? oh that's a phone sorry um, <laughs> alright I thought it was the Slim Jim that'd be Jim so for a disgusting second. if I'm just like um. eating
2: a Slim Jim
0: <laughs> I don't uh, eat Slim Jims Sam you're, you're not at that I'm actually eating applesauce oh. how right. did you confuse that with Speak- a Slim Jim Sam <laughs> oh, no. what, do you, what do you think this is pipe this a is a Slim Jim <laughs> Sam I think you're I think you're not only half stuck in cannabis stores there was a solid year of my life that I liked Slim Jims and wow. then I
1: turned uh, 10, I 10. think 10. <laughs> people who like um, Slim
2: Jims and like Red Bull have you seen people like just eating Slim Jims and drinking like chaotic energy drinks? I think that's really chaotic energy when I see chaotic. people doing that. Ooh. Slim Jims and like an energy drink that's that's a chaotic person. I've seen I think somebody
0: people. who's yeah. eating that's yeah, if you're eating Slim Jims and drinking like Red Bull, I think you're also trolling people online. <laughs> Probably, you're just sitting yeah. in a
2: dark cave of your room just trolling people.
0: Just trying yeah. to find people to... That's probably the vibe. ...agitate. And you're probably 40-plus. Because <laughs> you got the energy to do it. Um, um,
2: yeah, you do. Yeah, you got... Red Bull gives you energy, the
0: energy just to be running troll. on energy at that point. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of
1: energy to... that There's no segue. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, so let's... We're going to transition just kind of bluntly to Ooh. our topic for today... Um, which is something that we probably should be talking more and more about doing separate parts and stuff because it's a very deep topic. Um, but part of the reason why we have Karina on, not just because we love her as a co-host. It's because I'm a um, woman. But this topic today.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, we're, uh, Sam's
2: like, you're a woman. Be- Can you join us what on else?
0: Friday? <laughs> hey, that's, hey, I feel like that's exactly how show. it happened.
2: I'm exposing everybody. I'm just kidding. I think kidding. that
0: yeah.
1: it's <laughs> fine. It's uh... it's fine, but it's true cuz totally we, joking. you know, there's there's things that uh we can't really speak on and the the topic is uh women in film which is uh you know, something that needs to be talked about more and more today, or these days. Like, film... Uh, well, Film has always been a men's club. Let's just be blunt. Film for... A gentleman's club? I think fairly recently. Yes. Oh. Besides... That's probably... Yeah, has been a... Besides the, the reason why I wanted to... That really sparked my interest of doing doing this episode now, although I want to keep doing this kind of thing, Um I saw an article uh that i think i i sent to all of you i think um called it was from refinery 29 well you did send me that how,
2: i didn't read it
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't i don't oh. i don't remember this
2: sam this was when you were drinking your cocktails and you're sending me all of these like women articles <laughs> you're like look at this video about british Suffrage. Suffrage. Suffra- get. how do you pronounce that
0: suffra- uh suffrage suffra- Suffer- suffragettes. 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 Suffragettes.
2: Is it Benny suffragettes? and the Suffragettes? <laughs> no, but yeah, this was during that time. You sent me all these links. So I'm like, is he drunk? <laughs>
1: uh, Sorry, continue. Yes, I, I I was when I sent you that. But that's beautiful. It was actually. a very interesting. Um, it was a very interesting uh, article because it broke down um, <clears throat> the fact that before 19. 19- 27 which was when men which was when silent era like or the silent era came to a close um women and men shared film were like the the same number of it was 50 50 men and women writers and directors in throughout film history uh, up until 27 um and it wasn't until 27 because that's when the because like talkies, I guess started b- making film more of like this boom of um, of money that Wall Street kind of stepped in, and then that's when it became a men's club. But the, the whole article is very fascinating because it just dove into all these different women um, beforehand who um, had all these uh, networking things, and like it was it seemed like it was a very safe place. Like it started with this this woman Louis Weber who then brought in, um, someone has a phone ringing?
2: Yeah, that's me. Sorry. It's just and the house And then phone. she
1: brought in, um, there was a, uh, she brought in, uh, she, like, brought in this woman named Frances Marion, who was, uh, who did a lot with, um, Mary Pickford and, um. Frances Marion kind of opened up all these different networking things for all these women in, like, the early, like, 10s and 20s. Um, And she directed this film called The Wind, uh, 1928, about, I I mean, these subjects that I just feel like it just weren't touched on again until, like, the 70s or the 80s. Like, it was about a, a woman who was about to be raped by a man, and she killed the man. And then the wind, and, like, she buried the man in, like, the sand and this and like for the rest of the movie it's like the wind is blowing the sand off of the man's dead body Oof, um brutal. and it's, it's very brutal but i mean it's it, these things that i just suddenly you know we talked we had the whole episode of censorship mm. the Hayes act um just made everything taboo to talk about these sort of things also um,
0: look up the two, uh, 1921 there is a 19 there is a 2018 the wind uh, which is also is directed. It a remake? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just literally about a wind that's hurting but people. In
1: in for in like the mid twenties, Universal had thirteen women hired. Um, to thirteen women hired on sta- staff, and then once talkies started. In the late 20s, early 30s, women were not hired until 1982 uh, with Emma Herkling, who directed Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And, I mean, I, I, I guess you should just read the article. I don't want to go on and on and on well, talking about this stuff. yeah, now we're, but,
0: now we're kind of today, you know, and uh, there's more opportunity, of course, and we're hearing all all voices. Um, So I guess uh, Karina, what is it? uh, I guess. Yeah, as a I
1: guess as a woman in film, uh, do you? I mean, you're a young woman in film, so I guess you haven't seen really how it was beforehand. But (laughs) all the way in
0: twenties, I
1: guess. I guess tell us some of the 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 hurdles. I mean, obviously there are definitely hurdles, but tell us some of the hurdles that you face. As a woman in film and
2: actually first of all the, I'd like to be called the female in film because I think women I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: Uh
0: kidding. Well <laughs> f- female in film does have all
1: right, the, we'll, we'll retitle this female in film.
0: Well female in film does have the f- can f- you
1: address us as male?
2: A lady in waiting in film. <laughs> um actually. no, just kidding. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean honestly, like I'm so early in my career I don't, even, I don't even know if I can speak to so many of the hurdles that I think you face down the line when you make bigger projects. I've only made short films so, so far. Um, but I think now's a great time to honestly be a woman in film just because I think, you know, there's so many grant opportunities, so many fellowship opportunities looking specifically for women, for uh, uh, BIPOC people, um, for you know diversity so I think that's it's actually a really good time for that just because even me when I was looking for grants or looking for fellowships I realized that I met a lot of the criteria um so I really think it is Mm -hmm. great for me to be a person of color to be a woman and to be looking for people interested in my work looking for different point of views um and looking for it to be these unique stories to be made by women so from my point of view I think it's a great time um I don't that's think great. I have ever, as just from my personal experience, um, as as a creative. I mean, I think in the film industry because I was a PA, I was an executive assistant. I think yeah. that's sort of different. I'm talking about like, yeah. being a writer and director. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think back to even like my PA days, um, but I I don't even know if I well your PA because
1: you worked for Stay Gold, yeah. Did you, because what, Stay Gold was, it was all women, right? The, it was a women producer. Yeah,
2: yeah it was a women, was, I mean, before that, actually, there was a male assistant. There was a guy assistant, so it wasn't mm-hmm. even all female, all women before that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was a guy, and I think once I came aboard, I think that's when they just decided that they wanted it from then on to be a women-led production company. Um, they just liked that vibe better. I'm not really sure what me, because after that there was a, there was another woman assistant after me and they even changed their bio on their Instagram, like woman led production company. So, um, I think they made that decision, um, for their brand, I guess later, um, after I came o- on board, but yeah, so, I mean, I worked for Wait, them so for you were about kind six of the, months. You were
1: the start.
2: Yeah, I guess I was, wow. I mean, I think they're very new as a production company yeah. as well and they're very small. I think it would just be on um, the producer, her name's Daniela, and then Becca, who is the head of development, and then there was me, and I was the executive assistant mm-hmm. to the producer, and that was really it. That was the team, plus the interns. So it was a really, really small production company to start with. Um, and yeah, I think they're still trying to like get you know get their footing in terms of who they wanted, even to be the assistant. I think they, you know. I came in before a male, uh, a male assistant and there was someone after I decided to leave six months later. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know why they chose to make that call to be a woman led production company, but I think it's a sign of the times too. Um, they probably just felt stronger that being their brand, amplifying women voices, amplifying women behind the scenes as well. Cause I think there's not as many, um, just women in the industry just in general, whether you're a director of development, mm-hmm. whether you're a producer, whether you're um, not just creatives, but also people behind the scenes, the people that make the logistics go. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that was a that was definitely a very interesting experience for me.
1: I think um, one of the things that the, the, the article was touching on is how, like what you're saying, we're kind of coming back to this time in which women are are starting not 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 to the same degree because I mean you you look at any statistic and it's still a, a men's club for the majority, um and but I I think what's different about now compared to what's what was happening even in the twenties is there are more women in charge as the head of you know production companies, um I mean um the head of Columbia. Um, or the head of Sony, who was, like, in charge of all of the, um, a lot of, uh, what was her name? It was Amy something. Can you look it up, Zach? Yep. Looking it up. The the head of Sony. Um, like, a, a lot of the studio heads are, um, or not a lot of the studio heads, but there are now studio heads that are women. Wait, head of Sony. Um, it's head of Sony.
0: Ken. Ishiro Yoshida. Okay. All right. All right. That's man. not her. Go. Strong go, pass. Go back. <laughs> go, yeah. Go back. Go back.
1: I think she might have.
0: Uh
1: oh. oh Amy been, Beth. Uh,
0: Pascal. There yes, you go. Yes, Amy
1: Pascal. I mean, she was mm. very, um, prominent in like the the 2000s. She made like a lot of like the mid-budget films in the 2000s. Like she was the head of Sony, kind of when it started when it was kind of at its prime in a way Mm. um and in the 20s there was really only just uh wait let me pull this up again there was really just the only the first and for a while the only female run production company was solox company which was done by alex or uh, elise gay block um which was the largest pre-hollywood studio um it was made in 1908 um, so we're, I mean, thankfully living in a, in a, in a different time. I mean, are you, I guess uh, for everyone, are we optimistic that things will continue being more diverse in, in women to men? I mean, obviously the diverse, you could talk about it in a lot of different ways, but just women, and men, do you think it'll be more and more of a, of a of, of a co-ed club as it continues, mm. as I, time goes
0: on. I mean,
2: yeah, go ahead, Zach. I mean,
0: I, I hope so. I mean, mm. I wouldn't. But do you? Do I? If I, I look I, at the I, evidence, <laughs> I would say uh, sure. I mean, I'm. I I just lose confidence,
1: just based purely on, I guess, on politics nowadays. Um, I mean, we're not a political radio show, but I I just lose confidence Uh, and just,
0: it is kind of these days. It has
1: turned into politics occasional, um, but I just lose confidence in, in humanity as a whole, whenever we, you know, it's just, we have a person in charge who is just so blatantly sexist and, and, and so many different things that it's just like if if that is what, you know, not a majority but a, a lot of people are kind of
0: pushing for it's just like our like I don't know. But Sam, that's why I have to be your rock, you know. I think uh you could be a very, you know, there's probably definitely signs of it maybe not being the norm uh equality, but I like to think of that true the you know, the hope and hope uh hope it comes along. Uh but Karina, you are Uh, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm still like thinking and my thoughts are evolving in terms of the industry and in terms of, you know, women. I also think there's two sides of the story too. I think there's like what we see on camera, like in front of the scenes and there's also behind the scenes, you know? You could have, I feel like sometimes studios capitalize on women's stories or on diversity and they put a big show like in front of the scenes and then behind the scenes, maybe they don't pay people properly. Maybe they don't, you know, and they're almost yeah. using it as sort of like a token, like a diversity token. Like, oh, look, a woman like a starring in this or, oh, look, like, but are you paying that woman properly? Are you doing what you should be doing? You know, so I think I'm skeptical just because I think there's a lot of behind the scenes that, you know, we don't really get to see. Um, and I think that in terms of pay, I think it is still skewed, you know, to favor Even in terms of actors, you know, how much do male actors get paid over women actors? You know, I think we hear that all the time. So I think, again, I think the behind the scenes needs to change. And I think studios and not just studios, but everybody needs to think about oh, why do we want to tell the story? Do we just want to say, oh, look, diversity token, oh, look what we're doing? Or do you actually want to pay the people? Do you want to have representation? Do you Mm -hmm. want to, you know, have cast? not just a cast, but a crew also that matches your commitment to diversity. Like, you know, if you have a a show Mm -hmm. starring a black woman, can we have people behind the scenes? Can we have camera operators? Can we have the DP? Can we have, you know, can we also match that enthusiasm for diversity behind the scenes, even though people aren't going to see that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think there's like an in front of the scenes, Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. And I just, I think there needs to be a bigger push for a behind the scenes, um, I don't know, passion for equality, passion for creating spaces for think, women, women of color, et cetera.
1: I think um, it's also someone entering your room. Mm-hmm. Um, That's my I had brother. a door open. Um, hello. Uh, hello. Um, it also is, it's on the, <laughs> someone's banging, yeah, building a small house or something. Yeah, making a
2: lot of noise. I'm gonna have a very serious talk with my parents after this. So that can We're be f- the behind the scenes f- bonus f- clip where um yeah, we'll my all... parents yell at him and I'm kind of like we'll say yeah. the recorders stuck back us? in my teenage years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be the bonus clip. Um, Continue.
1: It's it's also on the, you know, the the, the, the press. Uh mm. you know, there there's a lot of I think like every time I turn on any, you know, like even IndieWire and things like that yeah it's just such a it's such clickbait to see tarantino pt anderson sure sure, or to see like these names and it's oh my god and it's just um you know it's it's man your brother he does
2: not care let me tell you he knows i'm doing this thing too and he does not care
0: anyways continue add, add passion into your voice sam He's trying this is to be what a, living
2: at home is, folks. This is living at home. This is the price I pay. This is real
0: life. He's trying to be an editor, isn't he?
1: He's a he's an editor. Yeah. He's trying he's trying to do editing? Oh yeah, editing. he's
2: really good at iMovie. Well, he's trying to be a YouTuber. He's He's, he's gotta be he's good, good at, at, at sound management he's at if he's
1: all. if he's doing editing. He has to know how to I
2: don't think he knows about that. Maybe I'll give him a little lesson. Give him a little lesson. After this is over. Um I'd be like, Listen to this recording. Do you hear something? This is going to be on the podcast. What uh, but
1: I, I think that you know, so much of of history is, or so much of film, you know, it's there's definitely there's been mm-hmm. a lot of women directors, but and people can point to like, right. oh well, like, what about there? There hasn't been, if there has been so many women directors, why haven't they done as many things as like the men directors? And it's because there's not as much press about them like people it it is it is just as important Mm. for the press to to be reporting on women directors and not just be reporting all women directors as you know filling a quota or something but talking about women directors not just as women directors but as directors and you need to talk about um Mm -hmm. all of this stuff as, as 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 not just like this is our token this is you know, it's good that the, there's being these catalogs like the the Criterion Channel has a whole thing on uh, women in film, and that's good and all. But like, there needs to be more, just just talking about directors as directors and not kind of identifying them as. You know, there's there's not. I guess there's an argument about like best female actress and best male actor, which I don't necessarily agree mm-hmm. with, but like there's no best male director and best female director. And that's just because there hasn't been many sure. fem- female directors. And that's why they didn't, they didn't sure. separate it so early on. Um, so it's also right. on us. If I'm going to be so bold and call us press. Um, uh, yeah. But I don't know. Actually, my, my professor at NYU was Eric Cohn, who was
2: Eric Cohen, who was, um, Eric Cohen or A- Eric Cohn, who's one of the IndieWire critic Chiefs, um, editors, Uh, and he, I remember him saying in class that it's so important because a lot of uh, film critics are, again, you know, like, like white male film critics, and that influences how they, in some ways, like if you're watching a woman, if you're watching a film by a black woman director about like her specific experiences, I don't know, coming of age or whatever, you're not going to relate so much versus if you were, I don't know, a black woman film critic, watching it and saying, oh, I relate to this. I can feel this film in this way, you know? So he's saying how important it is for diversity to also be in film criticism because that influences how, how you see the films, how you talk about the films, and maybe you can see something special or, you know, personal in a film that, you know, a white male film critic wouldn't be able to see in terms of, you know, uh, you know, a film that's about, you know, I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like diversity for film critics as well is important. But I remember him saying that, and I thought, oh my god, that's so true, and I never thought about it before.
0: Uh, I mean, which is interesting because there's well, oh, talk ahead, about so. yeah, talk about um, film cri- uh, women film critics. You have Paula Keen, or Cl- yeah, what what's Keen. Paula? I think it's Keen. Keen, and then also my one of my new favorites, Amy Nicholson, who does co, on uh, unspooled. unspooled. It's a little plugged for Unspooled. Um, But some, you know, we talk about uh, film and what have you, but uh, the animation scene, at least I've been following really a lot of more animation than film and TV. And um, there is a lot of uh, women filmmakers or animators who are coming onto the scene, especially now that we live in an age where we can't see each other or like talk to each or, you know, can't you know physically be there i feel like animation for those who animate this is a great time to really spit out stuff Mm. um but i mean i remember
2: also like a big like thing on twitter with animation was that thing people were starting to expose like actors and actresses that voice characters that are just not their not their race and not their ethnicity. I remember that was a huge thing on Twitter. And all these actors and actresses were, I think there were just a couple that started stepping down from their jobs because they're like, oh yeah, you're right. This animated character does not represent who I am in real life. Like I'm not black or I'm not this, I'm not that. Why am I voicing this character? I remember that yeah. was a big thing on Twitter also.
0: That is something I think we'll see. I mean, of course, a lot of characters on Simpsons are voiced by like white Guys who are playing like a poo and all those, but there's also Alison <laughs> Bree, I think also was like, ooh, I maybe shouldn't have been playing a Vietnamese woman on BoJack mm. Horseman, right? Uh, so I think that will be a, right, a big right. change we're gonna see in giving more uh, jobs to those who um, it should go to. Uh, sure, but uh, just I to agree. name drop some of my. Favorite uh, female uh, animators—I said this on last week's podcast—but uh, Vivi Vizzy Pop or Vivian Medrano—I'm horrible with pronouncing names. Uh, She's—you have dyslexia. No, that's a horrible excuse. That's um—that's not a horrible excuse. Anyway, and then thing uh, Rebecca Sugar, who did uh, Steven Universe, also two great uh, animators. And yeah, I say people check them out.
2: Awesome.
0: Hmm. I was about to yeah, say oh, something. I think, well, I forget what I was gonna say. Hmm. But um, I think we're gonna come. No, I'm gonna do a like a, a hope for the. I think we're gonna come out of this quarantine. I mean, we sit in our homes, and like we said at the beginning of this, we could, either, you know, either do nothing, or I think there are definitely gonna be some people. And hopefully the good ones come out of this uh fully charged and inspired and be like, Yes, I've been building my technique or researching. Um mm-hmm. and,
2: That's beautiful. Yeah. I hope I'm one of those people. Oh, I hope to God I'm <laughs> one of those So wealthy. far I might be crawling out of this quarantine apartmentless and sad. Yeah, yeah and a mess. Well,
0: I'm on the same scale same. as in I'm gonna come out of this. Like a neck beard, two hundred thousand pound man. Well,
1: at least at least we're all in this together. I think this is what um, <laughs> High School Musical was talking about. We're all. Whenever. Oh my god! Together.
2: I get it now. Whoa!
1: Oh my god! At the that end of the so movie, I think they were predicting quarantine. Sam, I'm, like, I'm gonna. At least we're all in this like...
0: I'm gonna steal that and I'm gonna tweet <laughs> that out. I'm gonna.
2: Kenny Ortega, he was like, I know what is going to happen in 2020. And we need a song that is catchy with dance moves that will reunite us all come the year that COVID hits. And he was right. Wow! Actually, you know, that was actually a trend at the beginning of... Is that why you said it? Because there was a trend at the beginning of COVID? No. You didn't see that? There was a trend. Because I think it was like, yeah, all the people from High School Musical, like did it they, they did several high uh high school musical songs i think but we're all in this together like they did the 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 dance moves and it was ashley tisdale and vanessa hudgens and i did not corbin blue whatsoever. you didn't see this it was great i loved it i was like well okay that's i'm getting something I, out of this
0: yeah that's another thing about the uh the quarantine uh these days is the um the reunions everybody's doing a reunion the reunions yeah like TV shows that have been off for years. Like we have nothing better to do. Let's do a reunion episode, which is nice. Yeah.
1: But, um, for, so final words, cause we're going to be talking, we're going to be ending our episode on things that we've seen this week or Karina, you haven't been on for a while. So things you've seen recently in general. Um, but my final word is another video that I was inspired to do an episode today about, um, Vox did does a bunch of video essays, and they did um, something about the British suffragettes, and it's it's very fascinating because they, I think, a lot of uh, like the suffragette movements, and even you know, women in film in in like the 20s, it's not really talked about um, at all, really, in history, um, and I didn't know this, but there was a woman who came like during the British suffragette movement they all like a lot of them learned martial arts and once and they were very uh you know physical and they would be they would get into like these brawls in like the middle of the street with like the police officers and things and there was one specific incident where there was one suffragette I forget her name watch the video it's on Vox but she like it was filmed and she planned this it was like during a, a derby race she came out wearing like holding a sign or not a sign but she was wearing like the typical suffragette colors and she planned it to be like right at the turn and she got purposely basically killed herself like getting run over by a horse to be a message Basically
2: or she killed herself
1: Yeah it's, well it's, it's, I don't I don't know basically. if she planned on killing herself but like she was planning oh. on but she 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 eventually died like 3 days she died 3 days later from her injuries and oh um and sh- she became this martyr for the british suffragettes um that and you know the I, I i it's just it's just surprising me how much of history is
0: not talked about also it's pro- and it's probably because we miss mm. probably because we mispronounce it it's suffrage suffrage <laughs> Well, she was a suffragette. Suffrager, yes, she was a suffragette.
2: Suffragette. Okay, actually. whatever.
1: Um, if but you're it's it's
2: educates. It's, <laughs>
1: it's a story that I enjoy. Suffragette. Not because you know she died, but because it's it's just I just feel like there's so much. Not because
2: she died. Sorry.
1: It was just there's so much history, like women's history. You know any any type of history that's not white male is not taught in the school systems um and it is something that is i think very damaging and is a indicator to a lot of things that are going on right now um so the more that you can do to educate yourself on different topics uh the better um
0: so Mm -hmm. do you guys have any final things um, support, uh, your women directors, animators and writers and, you know, just, uh, support them.
2: I actually am thinking about what you said about like history and what we've been taught. And I also tweeted about DW Griffith and the mm. fact that, I mean, I went, you know, to NYU and to Tish and we had a whole, our whole syllabus was full of DW Griffith. And we were also like, oh, yeah, and here's some, like, racist films that he did. You know, oh, look. And then we just continued to talk about him as, like, the inventor of film, this awesome guy. And I'm like, why are we, why are we, I mean, I get it. He's an important part of history. But I also felt like we were, I don't know, like, like, weirdly still idolizing him in a way where you're showing us birth of a nation and i'm like dear god <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, isn't yeah. there
2: anyone else in history maybe we can point to and maybe we can say look this person who wasn't racist also made some important <laughs> milestones in film is this guy the only guy i also thought that was weird how how our whole syllabus was dw griffith Ooh, but anyway r- um that's, did you that's- watch that movie I did. I watched the whole thing. I watched it actually oh, wow. several times. I watched it in a theory class. I watched it in like a silent era like film another film class. They really hammer it home with Birth of a Nation in film classes at Tisch. Gee. And okay, like if the the dude's racist, why are we why is he on the syllabus? I, like I, I get think... it. Maybe we can talk about him, but let's talk about like him like correctly, you know? Yeah. Like not just like, "Oh, here's a prominent filmmaker." Also, he was kind of racist. Like, here's a guy, a product of his time. You know, he had all these racist works that we should think about, contextualize and discuss, but not as, like, this, this hero of, you know, early filmmaking. I don't know. It was weird. It's a, it's a weird way we discussed him. I don't. Thinking back on it, I, I don't think – I think I was wrong. Um, but anyway, definitely more of an emphasis on women filmmakers, the history of women filmmakers. I know actually nothing about – Like, I don't think um, I took a transnational feminist cinema class where I think um, we learned more about just internationally like women in film. But, yeah, I think there's definitely a lack there. And again, what I said about behind the scenes being as important as in front of the scenes, paying people, having representation, you know, behind the scenes, I think we need to do a lot of work on. Um, But, yeah, and also like what Zach said, supporting our creators, our women creators. Yeah. Um, I
1: was trying to look this up actually But I couldn't find it what? while oh. you were talking But there, there's a It's not Vox But there was a video essay I saw That was talking about the first feature film Like the first film to be Two Hours um, mm. And they, they, they did a good job of Not making it about um, That film uh, About uh, What is it called again?
2: Birth of a Nation. Birth
1: of a Nation, Mm. not making about Birth of a Nation. It was like this earlier film, like this. uh, The this uh, uh, I think it was a it was from Greece. It was a film from Greece. Was the first two-hour film, and since then that was like kind of the film that blew everything up. But I agree. So let's transition now to things that we've seen this week, and we might run out of time. But let's start with you, Karina, since you're the guest. What's some things you've seen this week? Films, TikToks, anything. Reels.
2: Oh, ooh. Films, TikToks. Well, I feel like I've seen a film recently. What have I seen? Oh, man. I actually did see Indian Matchmaking on Netflix. That's something I've seen recently. What was that? Um, have you guys seen that show? It's called what Indian it? Matchmaking on Netflix. I have not. Indian Matchmaking? Oh. Oh. It was actually a big deal especially in like on brown Twitter like everyone was talking about it because it's this sort of modern take or I guess modern lens on matchmaking um it's reality TV but mm. it's just it's really interesting um and it's sort of just taking matchmaking and just putting a different spin on it because a lot of people think Matchmaking is very, oh, arranged marriage is so sad and oppressive. But a lot of people prefer arranged marriage. They want to like a someone that's from a similar family or cultural background. And it was really interesting. That's something that I saw recently. Mm. Um, I feel like I've seen a film recently, but I don't remember. Things have been a blur for me. Oh, actually, wait, oh. I did see, oh, my gosh, what was the name of the film? Um, Give us some hints. Rafiki?
0: Uh oh. Rafiki
2: uh, film. Yeah, I think it was this film actually about two um, Kenyan queer women who oh fell yeah. in love. Um, it's called Rafiki. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a really beautiful film. It was on the Criterion channel, actually. I was about to
0: say that. Yeah, that sounds that. familiar. I think mm-hmm. it was the It's first... really beautiful. Um, Where was it again? What was the
2: Uh it's set in Kenya.
1: Kenya. I think it was the first Ken Kenyanese film from Kenya that mm-hmm. was in Sundance, I think. Oh wow. It was it was I think it was Sundance. It was something it was the first of the that country to get into a major film uh, mm-hmm. film festival. I think it was Sundance actually. Yeah. Um but I heard yeah, about it sometimes. from that uh, cuz it, it was there like yeah. 2018 or something. Um, yeah, yeah,
2: this has it as 2018. Great, it was really beautiful. I did watch that.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, well, bye, everyone. Thanks, thanks, Karina, for coming on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. adios. All right, stop it. Ooh, got it.